0: Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, that's unfair. unfair. I may have I may have saved my mind about either. Is, is your is your book for sale about Yes, <inaudible> is let you, it is. Have you ever asked God tell for forgiveness? Sure. I'm not sure. You, I just me, go and try and do a me, better job. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Say it like you mean it. This is my vibe. What up? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 124. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. the Evangelical Norm. So Let Me Tell You is kind of my anchor podcast. It's the uh, podcast I do dealing with politics and um, Christian worldview and current events, stuff like that. It's kind of, um, it was the first one I did that I kind of started as a podcast As this is my intention to uh put this uh, information out to the public in a mass communication um, as mass as it can be on a, with 230 something subscribers, but uh, those subscribers numbers are growing. And so, and I owe you guys, I uh, thank you for uh, liking, sharing, uh, commenting. That makes the algorithm uh, send it out to more people who might want to see it and we get more subscribers over here. So um, I appreciate everybody who has liked and subscribed in the past. If you're new, hit that subscribe button, hit the like, hit the share, go ahead and hit the notification. You'll get all the stuff that I uh, release here on the Evangelical Norm channel at YouTube. Um, As long as I'm allowed to have YouTube, this is an episode that could get me banned. It it could. The way YouTube... uh, algorithms and and stuff goes this is the content what i'm going to talk about today is the stuff that's getting guys demonetized and kicked off of the uh the channel or at least put in excuse me youtube gel i'm just eight sorry my apologies getting guys put in youtube jail for periods of time uh because of this content but when and i, I used to do a regular every monday kind of thing Lately, I've been just with scheduling and stuff like that. This has just kind of been when something comes up that I just can't ignore it. I, it, it gets put on the podcast. So um, I'm schedule with this. Um, hopefully, as as things change with work and, and stuff like that, I'll be able to do so. But um, today, uh, and i, I I'm, this is it's going to be another wusa. Wusa episode because um, the state of Utah has done ticked me off. Right? I mean, there's nothing, nothing else I can say about the except just that I'm so irritated. So about this time last year, I, I want to say it was Washington State or somebody. We um, re- put out a commercial uh, about people getting together for the holidays and putting their loved ones on ventilators and hospitals and stuff, scare tactics that are just ridiculous to the core. And the state of Utah was like, you know, Washington's like, here, let me show you just how much I can lie to and fear monger and piss off the people of our state. And Utah said, hold my beer or well, Hold my near beer, Diet Coke. Um, hold, hold my, hold my sparkling water. While we release a commercial that is just ridiculous to its core, as well. And so I'm going to show you the commercial, and then we're going to talk about it. And I'm going to rant, and I'm going to get angry, and I'm probably going to yell. And um, and then YouTube is probably going to. Uh, flag my video or something like that so um, here we go this is Utah's newest COVID response commercial Um, yeah I don't even want to press play I don't even want to do it it makes me so mad but here we go I think my husband's having a heart attack we're gonna need to transfer your husband to another location with available ICU beds but you could just see him right here. All of our ICU beds are no, full. No, 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 just see him. He needs help right now. let's see, baby. He's not breathing very well. You're going to make it. He's going to make it right Ugh. I didn't even get to see what that last uh, little bit says. So I'm going I'm to play this again, and I'm going to pause this at a couple of points. And then um, we may even watch it a third time just because I'm, I'm irritated. So, again, let's. So, one, I mean, they would continue to take my care of this man having a heart the attack. DR. We're going to need to transfer your husband to another location with available ICU beds. But you can just see him right here. All of our ICU so, beds are no, full. No, 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 just. I'm going to get into this. So, here's the deal. My history working in the medical field is cardiac. I worked at, and yes, no, I'm not a doctor or nurse or any of those things. I worked as a telemetry technician on a cardiac step-down unit. But here's the deal. I also did acuities and helped with staffing because our charge nurses were always so busy. Because we were always overstaffed and so on. But I know how ICUs work. Okay? As far as... Patients in the ICUs, unless it's just, you know, unless they're just absolutely unable. i have never, I have never, let me, let me couch this in this. I have never in the 10 years that I worked in hospitals and I've always, as a medic in the army, as a, as a civilian outside, I, as a, in the medical field, I have always worked in hospitals, in cardiac step down units and dealt with patients coming in and out of ICUs. So usually, and again, I have never, ever, ever in that time watched an ICU, turn a person away who was having a heart attack or otherwise. Because again, generally in this situation, they would treat him in the ER, stabilize him, and he would come up to our unit, the cardiac unit, and be put on, a monitor and so on because the ER is able to take care of them in a sense until either you can move somebody out of an ICU bed because somebody's close enough to the point that they can be moved out onto a a general medicine floor or a cardiac step-down floor or whatever, and then put them in that bed. I am never in my life as a – and again, now I've been out of this for 20-some years, so all these are caveats, but – I have watched and seen where patients can be moved from this room to this room, done this, that, and the other, to where they can get them into the ICU. And generally, if necessary, you can life flight if it's a deb- a absolute I mean, if it's a, a trauma or something that we just couldn't but I've never seen a, a cardiac patient. Definitely not put in an ambulance and drove away at this point in time. So there's one thing on that. But I want to see what they have have in these numbers because I saw a number that I never saw before. And so I got to play this video again so I can see what they put on here Because it was something about 90% of (laughs) ICU beds, something like that. About 90% of COVID ICU hospitalizations are unvaccinated patients. Okay. So there's a number that we got 90% of COVID ICU hospitalizations are unvaccinated patients. Now, I don't know how true that statement is, and I don't even know where I would find that. But I do know where you can find hospitalization records and so on. And that is, we can look at, there is a page, and this is Protect Public Data Hub HHS, Health and Human Services, Protect protect Public Data Hub. So I have here what you see on your screen. If you're listening to this, I'll try to give you as much information as I can. So um, this is nationwide, the inpatient beds that we have in hospitals nationwide. And right now, nationwide, this is updated today through the Health and Human Services, Six thousand one hundred and seventy. I can't read that number on, on my little monitor screen. So, uh, oh, 6,176 hospitals reporting. So nationwide, 6,000 hospitals, 77% of inpatient beds are in use right now throughout our, our nation. 7.69% of those are beds in use for COVID-19. So... One, we are not even near being overwhelmed in our hospitals the way that they are trying to make you think. Like, we're 100% full in all of our hospitals, and nobody can get a bed. And then they're blaming it on COVID, which is only not even 8% of the people that are in the hospitals. Right? So how do they, this is fear tactic at its finest, and it's ridiculous, and it's irritating, and it's wrong, and it's lies that they're putting out in commercials like this. But let's break this down. This was just Utah. So let's take a look at Utah. Let's take a look at what go, what's going on in Utah as of today. Inpatient beds, period. And I know everybody's going, well, we're not talking about inpatient beds, Norm. We're talking about ICU. Let's deal with the inpatient beds first. percent, 59 hospitals reporting across the state of Utah. 6252 patient, patients in beds those are the beds that are the those are the beds that are available throughout these 59 hospitals 4111 of them are in use that is 65.75% of the hospital beds in the state of beds that are available 65% are in use 9% of that is covid patients of the inpatient hospital beds are COVID patients. 552 total COVID patients in the hospital as of today. So now they're trying to say that 90% of those are unvaccinated, which based on, and again, this is just on observed stuff that I'm seeing. I don't know that I buy that because I'm observing, watching the fact that People with vaccines are getting breakthrough cases over and over and over and over again. I'm seeing much more breakthrough cases. And I know if you're watching, this is kind of irritating to just see this picture in the middle of the screen and the top of my head. And I apologize. But um, it's uh, I I need you to see what this is on this screen. So maybe I'll just move that up a little bit. So now you just see my beard moving at the bottom. So but eight, nine percent beds are covid patients so now okay let's break it down let's get even further let's talk about icu beds okay icu beds so of the 59 hospitals reporting there are 616 available icu beds throughout the state of utah 473 percent so we're nowhere near being overwhelmed and we can break this down even even further into areas of the it down to the point of like individual hospitals if we did it. I just hadn't done that. Um, but even areas are not anywhere near to even ninety percent of the beds being in use. So the fact that they're saying, oh, COVID patients are using up the bed, so people are dying from heart attacks because they got to be transferred is a lie. It is a lie that they are putting out on, on network television. During your football games, you're watching these commercials intended to make you feel guilty because maybe you've already recovered from, from COVID-19 and don't need a vaccine. But they're they're using this fear tactics, and this I mean this is this goes beyond fear tactics. This this is absolutely disgusting that they would use that they would show oh this man poor man died because you anti vaxxer don't want to get a vaccine won't uh, won't take the vaccine so this guy had to die. But the problem is if I take the vaccine I can still get sick right. Oh, well, but it makes it less. You're not going to get, you're not going to use up an ICU bed. Only 30% of those ICU beds are taken up by COVID patients. So what about the rest of them? What about the 450 beds that are in use? Why aren't we blaming those people? Why aren't we blaming people dying of lung cancer who smoked their entire lives? Why aren't we blaming them for the guy that can't get an ICU bed and has to die? Why aren't we blaming cancer patients? why aren't we blaming um, you know, trauma patients? Why aren't we blaming the guy that got in a car accident and he didn't wear his seatbelt or he didn't drive right or didn't do this? Why aren't we blaming them? You know, if they're you know five percent of the ICU beds? You know? Why aren't we blaming other people that are in these beds? Why aren't we blaming stroke patients or other people who didn't eat healthy? Why aren't we blaming them? for the fact that that this poor man had to to die in an ambulance because he couldn't get an ICU bed when only 73% of them are in use. Do you get it? Do you understand why I'm so angry about stuff like this that is just simply not true? State of Utah, people who made this freaking commercial, give me one actual instance. Give me one true story. Give me a name. Of somebody who couldn't get an ICU bed, who had to be put in an ambulance, who died on another hospital. Because one, I mean, if you're in downtown Salt Lake City, I mean, there's four different hospitals within a 20-minute a, a, a drive of each other. So it's not there. And the, 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 the idea that all of the ICU beds in Salt Lake City are so full up that you're having a And they're going to die in in an an ambulance rather than keep them in the ER, get them stabilized and take care of them until you can open up an ICU bed. Which I've seen done over and over and over and over and over again. This is disgusting lies that they're putting out to the American people, to the people of Utah. And it's BS. And it's the same freaking discriminatory crap. That they're, they're trying to, they pulled months ago at my work telling people, oh, everybody has to wear a mask because of the people who don't won't, refuse to get vaccinated. Again, the, the, the narrative is out there. It's all over TikTok and everything else. Why is it that the protected have to be protected from the unprotected from a virus that they're supposed to be protected against? To the point that you're trying to shame people by telling them because they're not vaccinated. People with heart attacks are dying in ambulances as they're driving 45 minutes to a, another hospital for an ICU bed that, that that really isn't unavailable. Because the numbers are there. Only 73% as of today of the ICU beds in the state of Utah are being used. 31% of those are being used by COVID patients. There are Twenty seven percent of our. Available guaranteed if someone comes into the ER today, they are going to get a bed and nobody's going to have to be transferred 45 minutes to somebody else somewhere else. So they're going to die in the ambulance. Other than that, I don't have any strong feelings about it. Right. I mean, this is, this is absolute lies. They are putting, making these commercials and, and and I would love, I would love to be able to sue the people who made this commercial, but one, I don't have any standing, but it is false advertising. I mean, there, there's gotta be some legal standard by which they are, are violating something by putting this out there. I just, I don't, I'm not a lawyer. You know, I, I, I haven't stayed at a Holiday Inn anytime recently, so I'm not that smart either. But <sighs> I saw this commercial last week, and it uh, it made me so, I mean, it, it, anger to the point that, I mean, ha- I haven't seen since that stupid commercial that Washington State put out last year around Thanksgiving or Christmas, saying don't go visit, and, and then, then again, Fauci Oh, it's too soon to tell if we'll be able to spend our holidays with our families. This has gone far enough. And again, I've said it before. None of this is compassion. It's about compassion. It's all about control. It is all about control. And this commercial makes it even more and more obvious. And it's something that I would never, ever think that would come out of the state of Utah. I'm I'm beyond flabbergasted. That this is something that the state of Utah would put out. Ridiculous, stupid, dumb. Outright lie. Look into these things. It's not hard. I mean, you can go to the John Hopkins website and get all the COVID numbers you want. and. A website that you can go look to for hospital things when people are telling you their hospitals are overwhelmed with COVID patients and blah blah blah—it's a lie. That their ICUs are overwhelmed with COVID patients—it's a lie, because if it was, it was a, if it was the fault of the COVID patients, that number right there would have to be ninety some percent. And if that were the case, and then you could prove to me that 90% of those were unvaccinated people, maybe I'd buy into your narrative. But the fact that I can go in five minutes and look this up on, on on Google and find the website and blah, 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 and get there, and it's not a lie, it's not untrue, it's not misinformation unless you're blaming the government, unless the government is putting out this misinformation, which disproves the other misinformation that they're trying to put out no reason for YouTube to flag this, but I guarantee you they're going to flag this video. There's no reason to because all I'm doing is putting out the numbers that are there by the government. So, and again, other than that, I don't have strong feelings about it. One other thing I wanted to talk about, and then I'm going to end this video, in this uh, episode, and uh, go drink a beer and calm down because, wow. Um... So the phenomena, <laughs> you saw it a couple weekends ago. The F Joe Biden chants that were going on at places. Okay, I get it. People don't like Joe. I don't like Joe. People can do and say what they want. You want to go to a, a, a public event and F Joe Biden, great. That's you. I'm not going to say it with you. I don't. I try my absolute best not to use that kind of language. Not saying I'm perfect and I never slip up and never, but okay, I'm not going to join in with a chant that says "F Joe Biden." But we all saw the video of the the NASCAR race and Brandon, whatever his name is, and the people in the stands "F Joe Biden," right? And then the the reporter who's interviewing him is, "Oh, look at that! Let's go, Brandon!" And that became the new thing. Let's go, Brandon. And everybody knows right now that if somebody is on there on public, on social media or whatever, saying, let's go, Brandon, you know what they mean. We know what they mean. You know, I feel bad for anybody in any sport now that has the name of Brandon, because if anybody and they shout, let's go, Brandon, everybody around them is not going to think that they're rooting for you. But they're going to think they're saying F Joe Biden here's the problem I have a podcast that I respect a group of men that I respect recently did a whole lot of let's go Brandoning" on their podcast and I just want to say this here's the deal most people realize that um We have what are called that most people, and you've heard Todd, if you listen to Todd Friller, anybody in the Reformed circles talk about minstos. Um, saying things like, oh my gosh, and um, or Jiminy Christmas, or any of these things. They say these are minstos, and what they are is they're just there to replace the actual blasphemous statements, and so they're just as bad. I don't know that I've ever bought into that 100%. And to a point, yes, but, I mean, we're always trying to replace, you know, I mean, if I don't want to swear, I don't want to blaspheme, I don't want to take the Lord's name in vain, I find something else to replace that with, right? But there are those that would go, well, that's a minced oath, and you're just still doing the same thing. It's a matter of the heart. Okay, I get it. Here's the deal. I don't know that Let's Go Brandon can be separated from F. Joe Biden. And again, it's a matter of the heart. We all know that that's literally what you're saying. You know, it's the people who are like, oh, when I'm driving down the street and somebody makes me mad, instead of flipping them off, I'm just like, oh, God bless you. Well, that's blasphemous. Because you're trying to to replace an angry statement. That would be taking the Lord's name in vain. Again, Christian, I don't think we need to engage in Let's Go Brandon or F. Joe Biden. And I don't think we should be engaging in Let's Go Brandon because it's given us an, a, a way to say F. Joe Biden without actually saying F. Joe Biden. I don't, I, again, now those guys can do what they want and I still love them and I don't, I'm not calling them heretics or blasphemers or anything like that. As far as I see it, and my conscience, they would probably view me as the weaker brother. Okay. I'm not I'm not I'm not growing on this. I'm saying it is just as offensive, and hateful, and sinful for a Christian prop publication, podcast, production, pulpit to say, let's go Brandon, as it is to say F Joe Biden. That's my opinion. Maybe I should have thrown that out over on unsolicited or something like that. But that's how I feel about it. And I want you to know that I don't buy into it. I'll never use it. I've never, it's just... I don't like the president that we have and I'm not going to bow the knee to him as a King or, but we went through this with Trump, right? And this is the thing. And again, what it does, it's coming back to a consistency and worldview that I'm constantly calling people to. Now, here's the deal. So here's, here's where I will make my statement. If you, during the Trump administration, When everybody on the left was like F Trump, F Trump, F Trump, everywhere you looked it was F Trump. Eminem is making songs about F Trump and flipping him off and and stuff like that. If you had a problem with that and you ever made the statement to any of those people that you need to respect the office of president. But yet you're willing to say, let's go Brandon. You're part of the problem. Say whatever you want about Trump. Because I want to be able to say whatever I want about Obama or Biden or whatever, then okay. I'll step back and go, at least you're consistent in your beliefs and in your worldview. And if you, as a leftist, liberal, Democrat, whatever, were out there saying F Trump, F Trump, whatever. And now you have a problem and you're trying to tell people who are saying, let's go, Brandon. Brandon. And you're trying to tell them, respect the office of president. You're part of the problem. But if you were there and you were like, okay, you know, whatever. And you're good with them doing this. I'll step back and say, okay, do whatever it is you got to do. Other than that, I ain't got much to say about it. So there you go, guys. Thanks for enduring me for an hour. Thanks for letting me just vent and get some of this off my chest because I had to do it. It was building up. Obviously, you saw it. So I appreciate your time. Thanks again. Hit like, hit subscribe, hit share, hit all the, hit all the buttons, just hit all the buttons. And uh, let's see if we can continue to see the subscribers numbers over here at the Evangelical Norm on YouTube continue to go up. I'm ready for comments, questions, comments, snide remarks. You can leave them in the comments here on the video, or you can hit me up over at the Evangelical Norm or the Master's Dog on Twitter or Norm Dunham on Facebook. Um, I'm out there on Getter and a couple of those other places, but I just don't check them as much as i really should so um but you can hit me up there at the master's dog on getter parlor um, wherever else uh not the bee i'm at all those places so you can hit me up on social media and i will try to get back to you um unless you just want to come be a troll and i'm just going to ignore you but that's that's par for the course so i'm a professional troll and i get uh i get ignored a lot so I, I'm, I'm down for that so thanks guys again and as always preach the gospel at all times use words They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.